Curtis. Welcome to Writing Comics, episode 30. This one's going to be about becoming a comic writer in 2020. It's brought to you by my Patreon, patreon.com slash curtisclough. And I have a live Kickstarter right now for our comic series, The Wild Cosmos. You can go to thewildcosmos.com to check it out. It has like one week left on Kickstarter at the time that this is coming out. This is a uh, long overdue new episode. Um, I know every time I say I'm going to start getting these out consistently, it never happens. Last time was during the slightly exaggerated um, during the slightly exaggerated Kickstarter. I recorded an episode, put it on Patreon, and then it took forever to come to iTunes because my podcast got pulled from iTunes. I had to talk with iTunes, figure that out. It was because I was using um, the website to forward to the slightly exaggerated Kickstarter. So it just messed everything up for a few months. I had to talk with iTunes to get it back up. And now, finally here with a new episode. So I can't promise that these will be consistent, which is bad to say, because I know like in the podcasting world, it's super important to be consistent week by week, or whatever your schedule is every two weeks. But I'm here recording one, so I still have the itch to get these out, and I think it's a cool way to connect with my audience and help out other writers as well. It's a bit of a weird time in the world so you know with the pandemic going on u.s is now in a national emergency so what better time than to get a podcast out since this is my first episode of 2020 i'm going to do like a little recap of uh how my year went I know I mentioned it, I had to get like knee surgery, so I was off of work for a while, and then I ended up actually being able to like quit my day job by the end of the year, which was like, which has been my goal since I started this back in like 2017, was to make a living off of just writing, Um, but this episode, I kind of want to talk about that, Uh, making, actually making a living in 2020 doesn't have to be all from comic sales, you have all these different avenues to make revenue now. But let's talk about my 2019, so I launched four Kickstarters last year. Um, all for brand new series. There were three for Beastlands, one for Slightly Exaggerated. It was a super busy year. I got to do a couple awesome interviews. I got to go to San Francisco, be on Kind of Funny's podcast. Um, and then LA, not too far from me, I got to be on Colin Moriarty's podcast. That was like two big bucket list things. The four Kickstarters were successful, so that was four new comics in print. The, I'm still waiting on Beastlands 3. That should arrive at my door in like four weeks. But slightly exaggerated, I just got all those shipped out last month. And then I also tabled at three cons. I went to Long Beach in August. I flew to Portland, which was my first time flying to a show in uh, September, Rose City Comic Con, which was an amazing show. And then I had LA Comic Con in October. So it's a good con season for me as well. And then leading into 2020... I already did my first con of the year, um, Long Beach Comic Con, in January. Super small show. It was kind of slow. And then uh, con season has kind of been stifled because of all this coronavirus stuff. Uh, Emerald City has been canceled, or at least delayed, I I think, until August. So hopefully everything clears up by then. Um, WonderCon is getting delayed. That was supposed to be in April. So I don't know if there's going to be a con season this year. I had, uh, I'm going to have to update my goals. If not, I had a goal to um, table at four cons. So I already got one done. I was definitely trying to go to WonderCon, LA Comic Con again. So hopefully 
the second half of the year, things clear up and we can start tabling again. But yeah, I've been um, completely self-employed since November 4th of 2019. So that's over four months now, and I've survived. I'm not homeless yet, <laughs> thanks to the support on Patreon and all of the crowdfunding, which we'll get into that soon. I've already done one Kickstarter this year. I did a 10-day Kickstarter for a Make 100 cover of uh, Beastlands 3, which was like fun and different. It was an experiment that worked out. It was successful. It was only like a goal of 200, and we ended up making a few thousand on that. Which is cool because uh, Make 100 was the first Kickstarter I ever did for like the mini issue print, just so I could like learn Kickstarter. So it was cool to do another Make 100, and I think it, it could definitely be something we do yearly, like little Make 100 special covers. And then my second Kickstarter, as I said at the beginning, is already live of the year. Uh, the Wild Cosmos issue two. You can get issues one and two there at thewildcosmos.com. It's got six days left. We're about two thousand from the goal, so. I experimented with this one too, always doing experiments going into these. I made it a shorter 18 days. Looking back, I wish I would have made it longer, so I'm not like stressing over this last week. I mean, I think we should hit the goal within these last six days. You can make 2,000 easy, but with all this stuff going on in the world, like this isn't everyone's priority. So um, it would suck to have my first unsuccessful Kickstarter, but I think we'll be okay. I'm not really stressing over it. going to keep promoting it, sending out my mailing list, and... Uh, beating the drum to try to get this thing funded. It did really well. I mean, we got like almost 3,000 in the first day, which is over 25% of the goal. Um, so it's just a matter of finishing it out, which, you know, the last two days you can you can make up a lot of money easy. It's just uh, with the pandemic going on, it's, it's a weird time to be doing a Kickstarter. But we'll see how it goes. It's new. But yeah, as I was saying, I, I did a shorter 18-day campaign. Um, I'm trying to make these shorter. Like the Make 100 Kickstarter was... Only 10 days. This one was 18 days. Um, I kind of wish I would have this, did this one longer because it was just my first time launching a Wild Cosmos Kickstarter in a couple years. It was uh, That was also made this one nerve-wracking. Like the Wild Cosmos Kickstarted that back in 2017. So it was like just waiting to see how the reception would be uh, doing the next Kickstarter for issue two all the way in 2020. Uh, I had to find a new art team, all that stuff, delayed it, and then we're finally back. But it's gone well. I mean, I can't complain being 73% funded with six days left. So let's talk about making a living as a comic writer in 2020. I'm sure it's different, um, you know, if you were trying to make a living solely as a writer, you know, 10 years ago or 10 years before that. But in 2020, how I've been up to do this, um, I'll just give you some a few tips on how, I, how I've made this work for me. It's definitely, I mean, I'm not making an impressive living or anything. I'm, uh, I'm self-employed and I'm living on a budget compared to what I used to be making at my day job, but I'm making it work for now. And then obviously I have goals to make more money in the future as I continue to get these books out. Um, I should have some exciting news uh, with some publishers that I can talk about soon. And then I have a goal to get at least two pitches accepted at publishers this year. So hopefully... You know, the whole pandemic thing doesn't put a too much of a delay on everything and ruin the whole year, but got some big goals this year and big things happening that I can't talk about yet. So here's five ways that I'm able to make a living being self-employed as a writer in 2020. The first one, the biggest one, crowdfunding, um, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, Patreon, 
um, you know, Kickstarter, my, my goal, I did four last year. My goal is to do five or six this year, which is a crazy amount, a lot of work, but that's why I'm doing the smaller kicks, the shorter Kickstarters. Um, but obviously as a writer, you, you need that to pay for the artists. But if you make any extra money, that's pocket money that you can live off of. So anything extra I make on Kickstarters, going to my savings, helping me pay my rent and all of that. And then besides Kickstarters, you have Indiegogo, which is just kind of like a similar crowdfunding platform. Um, I like Kickstarter better, but Indiegogo is cool for um, as like an in-demand option. And you can take it from Kickstarter after and uh, put it on there. And I did it with Beastlands number one and made a few hundred extra. And then I did it with Beastlands number two right now and made a few hundred extra. So it's, uh, I mean, any little bit helps when you're a freelance, self-employed writer. So I'll keep experimenting with that. So far, it's been worth my time just for the amount of extra money that I make on Indiegogo. And then, obviously, uh, Patreon. Patreon's a huge one. I'm still trying to learn how to grow it. I have uh, goals to try to grow that more this year, have some more special offers, give away some of these like special variants. I originally wanted to do a special variant cover for uh, Beastlands 3 and uh, Patreon, but I just never had time to uh, to get that out. But we'll see what happens in the future. But Patreon's big because Patreon, you can, uh, it's like Kickstarter, but you can offer these monthly rewards every month and give people kind of like a behind the scenes blog and uh, give them uh, and help out other creators. I have like a creator uh, Q&A and some mentoring slots if anybody ever wants those where they get like an hourly meeting. But Patreon's big because it's like a special way to connect with your audience and I mean, you're getting monthly payments straight from your audience. Like some people, some artists are able to make a living just off of Patreon or some webcomics. So, I mean, I've thought about doing a webcomic in the future. We'll see. That'd be fun. Uh, number two is having a portfolio site or a store. Uh, portfolio site is big on getting other writing gigs. Like I've did some writing for a couple of video games recently. And I've applied to a ton off of just like Googling uh, video game writing jobs. That's definitely an industry I want to write more in, and it's a good way just to make some extra money while I'm figuring out the comic stuff. And I've done a few writing gigs on games, and it's been fun, but they've always reached out to me by seeing my comic work first, which is, like, cool. It's less work for me to get a job, but I'm trying to figure out how to get more. And a big thing, I think, is having a portfolio site. Um, I have a site, curtiscloud.com. You can check it out, um, and that has, like, all my comic work listed there. And then in tandem with that is having a store. You can have a store on your uh, portfolio site or I have 2infinitystudios.com that has a store and I get like random orders trickling in from there, which, which all that extra money helps out. I also take orders via PayPal. So, I mean, you could have like a PayPal store or Shopify or like make a store through Squarespace, but having a store is huge. It's extra money. Next up is social media, which I'm still... Like, I'm, I don't know, especially working from home now, you can waste a lot of time on social media, but it's also how I find a lot of the artists that I work with, which is a big part of being a comic writer, um, finding the right talent that you want to work with. Instagram and Twitter are the main ones I use. I also have, like, a Facebook page. I'm at Curtis Writer C on all of those platforms. Um, but the, uh, the Facebook page, it just, like, anything I post on Instagram will post on the Facebook page as well. But yeah, being active on social media, just to, you can kind of give people a glimpse at your at your personality more and like connecting people with that. What that's big and 
and connecting with your other peers that are trying to do the same stuff as you is huge. Like I'm a big, uh, I'm big into helping other people out. So if you can share their projects, I'm sure other people will share yours and give back. It's just good to have a community of like-minded people trying to do the same thing. The fourth thing is find your thing, which I don't know, I could do a whole episode on that, but like find something that you can put yourself out there for me. I think it was this podcast. It connected with a lot of people and you know, you get people that back your Kickstarter just from meeting you on your thing. Um, whether it's YouTube's huge, it's, it's different than social media. It's like really committing to one thing and putting yourself out there and telling your story. Like this podcast, you can listen to the old episodes from 2017. It's telling my story and I'm still, my story's still going, but like you can see my journey of when I first started, which is kind of cool. So it could be YouTube blogs. People are huge on blogs. Um, Instagram stories, anything like that, where you can just like put yourself out there and do it weekly and connect with your audience and tell your journey of like why you want to do this and what you're trying to do. Then the last thing that contributes to making a living um, in 2020 as a writer is just putting yourself out there. So that's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with social media, trying to be more active on there what i'm doing with kickstarters you know launching all these kickstarters you're just gonna gain more of an audience putting yourself out there it's nerve-wracking it was nerve-wracking launching wild cosmos again waiting to see how how it's gonna do but you have to just do it and put yourself out there and launch something new um same with uh patreon having that blog where people can get to know you more and just making that available you do like free posts once a month so anybody can click on that and read the old posts so that's just a quick rundown of five ways that kind of helped me make a living as a self-employed comic writer in 2020. You've got crowdfunding, number one, portfolio site slash store, number two, social media, putting yourself out there on that, and then finding your thing, podcasting, blog, uh, YouTube, vlogs, anything, whatever it is that you connect with, just find one thing, focus on it, tell your story on that and what you're trying to do. And number five, putting yourself out there on all of those things. Make sure you're, if you want to make a comic, make sure you're crowdfunding it, self-publishing it. Do that ASAP. Uh, Putting yourself out there on your portfolio site, social media, um, connecting with people, and finding your thing. So I hope that helps um, just to kind of let you know that it's like, it's possible to make a living doing this. Um. I'm doing it like this is what I've been trying to do since 2017 and I'm doing it. These are just the first steps. Um, I have a lot bigger goals than this, but I'm budgeting hard and through any extra money on Patreon, Kickstarter, I'm surviving off this stuff solely. So it's cool, cool to happen. Um, I mean, I guess you have money stress, but my stresses as far as work goes are much less. Like I love doing this stuff. I love writing comics and coming up with new stories and pitches and I'm not stressed, depressed and filled with anxiety from my day job anymore and I have a lot more time to focus on this stuff. So I'm doing what I want to do and uh, it's all thanks to people that support my Kickstarters, Patreon, the podcast, all that stuff. They make this possible. So thank you all for making this possible. All right, this was a quick episode, quick check-in finally since uh, I guess for the Patreon the last episode was back in October, but everybody stay safe. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. Hopefully... This stuff clears up sooner rather than later. And that's it. Thank you all.